Hello friends, my name is Zachary Stockhill from RetroactiveJealousy.com and in today's video I'm going to share a very quick, very simple mental practice that you can use that will help you overcome jealousy and just in general will help you have a better life and a better relationship. So this week I had a bit of a conflict with a good friend of mine. I'll spare you the details about it because it's not important, it's not particularly interesting, but in essence the conflict was about my ego and my pride. And as so many conflicts are, I was letting my ego and my pride get the better of me. And in the middle of this conflict, and again, it wasn't a huge deal, but you know, it, it bothered me, a little argument we were having. And in the middle of this conflict, I was feeling kind of animated and I was feeling very self-righteous. And I simply paused. I just paused. I stopped responding. I stopped reacting. And I simply asked myself, how much of this is his fault, shall we say? And how much of this situation this conflict, this drama, whatever you want to call it, how much of this is my own nonsense? How much of this is my own ego? How much of this is my own pride? How much of this is my own BS, so to speak? And in my estimation, I, this is just an estimate, by no means a scientific um, survey or result, but in my estimate, I would say that about 25% of it was his fault and around 75% of it was my own nonsense. Why am I sharing this little story with you? Well, the conflict resolved itself pretty quickly as soon as I realized that. As soon as I realized that I was responsible for my 75% of the nonsense, the argument, the drama, as soon as I took ownership of that and really thought hard and asked myself some uncomfortable questions about the way I was acting and the way I was responding, as soon as I realized that this is about three quarters my fault, so to speak, or my own nonsense, as soon as I realized that everything got better and everything got much more clear, and I realized that his 25% is still totally on him. That's his responsibility. I have nothing to do with that. But the 75% is on me. And I can do a lot about that. I can respond differently. I can calm down before I respond. I can realize that, you know what? This is mostly just my ego, my pride, my nonsense, my BS running away with me. And I have the power to change. I have the power to be self-critical. I have the power to be responsive in the moment in a way that isn't going to damage the friendship, that isn't going to make me like myself less, and that's going to give us the best chance at actually working through this little conflict and proceeding on with our friendship. So again, why am I sharing this with you? I think asking ourselves this question, when we have moments of conflict or some kind of inner conflict perhaps, not just a conflict with someone else, but maybe our own inner conflict, it's really worthwhile and it's really valuable to simply pause once in a while and ask ourselves, how much of this conflict or this drama or this issue is simply my own nonsense, my own BS, my own ego running away with me, my own wounded pride? How much of this is my responsibility? And am I willing to call myself out on my nonsense in this moment? Am I willing to call myself out on my nonsense more often? Because, you know, you'll find that the more you ask yourself this question, particularly in conflicts and relationships, I think, the better a relationship you will have. I feel like I wasted way too much time in my life. Number one, taking myself way too seriously, not laughing at myself like I should have, not having as good a time or as much fun as I probably could have because I was taking myself so seriously. This is a bit of a side note, but this is one of the issues I have with a lot of the guys in the so-called red pill community or the manosphere, whatever you want to call it. A lot of these guys are trying to sell themselves as these masculine gurus and super alpha and I'm more alpha than you and all this nonsense. 
And you can see even just the, their body language, the way they're holding themselves and the way they're deepening their voices and trying to be more alpha. All this nonsense, I call it a very contrived masculinity. Posturing alphas is what I like to call it. These guys who you can tell they're so insecure, so painfully insecure, so cringeworthily insecure. They're trying to hold themselves ramrod straight and they're not trying to take any BS and they're trying to compensate for a deep sense of lack, a lack of self-worth, Maybe they had a messed up childhood, you know? I don't mean to pick on these guys. What I mean to say is I think it takes a man to laugh at himself. I think it takes a real strong woman to laugh at herself. And frankly, I think that all of our lives would be a little better if we learned to laugh at ourselves a little more often. And a crucial component in that, in my view, is calling ourselves out on our own nonsense more often. Because as you probably know, I've been hosting one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with jealousy sufferers particularly, for the past eight years. I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of coaching calls under my belt at this point. And one thing I've learned over the years of coaching is that a crucial component of my job is to some extent, you know, and often very lovingly and sometimes uh, somewhat gently, calling people out on their nonsense, pointing out their blind spots. They'll share me their whole life story, they'll share me the story of their relationship, or they'll share me the story of their retroactive jealousy perhaps, and they're paying me, is in essence, to be honest with them. Whenever people book a coaching call with me, I feel a tremendous amount of responsibility to be absolutely honest with them. And thank God, the overwhelming majority, we're talking like 99.9% .9 of people who actually book a call with me, who are actually invested in this process, 99.9% .9 of them want to hear my honest opinion. I am not saying that I'm always right or that my opinion is always correct. Of course, <laughs> no one's opinion is correct 100% of the time. But at the very least, I feel a tremendous sense of responsibility to give my honest opinion for whatever it's worth. And frequently in these situations, this involves me, you know, lovingly calling people out on their nonsense, so to speak, pointing out their blind spots, pointing in perhaps errors in thinking, trying to provide as balanced and objective and outside perspective on their situation, on their relationship, on their retroactive jealousy as I can. And frequently when I do this, when I call people out, so to speak, or when I help to point out some of their blind spots, or I try to, you know, nudge them in the right direction, or should I say nudge them in a direction that's going to serve them better, serve their partner better, frequently, you know, the response is like, yeah, I've been thinking about this for a long time. You're right about that. I know that this is my own nonsense. I know that this is just my ego running away with me. I know this is my own BS. I've been acting like this for years. And frequently, it's just really valuable to them that they have this outside perspective and this kind of confirmation that you know they're correct in calling themselves out, basically. That they're aware of their own nonsense and someone else sees their own nonsense as well. They're aware of their own ego narratives that aren't getting them anywhere. And it's kind of validating and nice when someone else is confirming the same thing. All of this is to say, and this is certainly true in my own life, in my own personal life, in my own personal experience, you know, we know ourselves pretty darn well most of the time. We know our own nonsense. We know our own ego pitfalls. We know when our pride is running away with us. We know when we should be showing up in the world in a way that's a little more honest and a little more self-critical. We know all this stuff. But often, you know, we kind of let ourselves go. We kind of let ourselves slide. We don't hold ourselves to the standard that we should be holding ourselves to. We, get, we let ourselves off too easily, in essence. And frequently this results in drawing conflicts out for way too long you know, taking ourselves way too seriously and never being able to laugh at ourselves and just let things go because we're, we're kind of letting ourselves off the hook. 
On the back of our mind, we know in certain moments and conflicts, or perhaps with retroactive jealousy or obsessive jealousy, we know how much of the problem is an actual problem and maybe our partner's fault or their responsibility or whatnot. And we know how much of it is our own nonsense. So this is a very long-winded way of saying that I would encourage you, if you're struggling with retroactive jealousy, or even if you've just been having a lot of conflict in your relationships, take ownership of the parts of that that are your own nonsense, your own BS, your own ego, your own wounded pride. Take ownership of that stuff. Don't take ownership of the stuff that is not your responsibility. Your partner's actions, their words, etc., etc. Of course, in any kind of two-person dynamic, you know, you can only do so much. You can only take ownership of your own uh, part in that dynamic. Don't take ownership of them. Don't take ownership of their work, you know, the things that they have to do better. But take ownership of your own nonsense. I promise you, you'll have a better life. You'll have a better time in general. You'll have a better relationship. And I also believe this is a big component, maybe the central component, frankly, in overcoming retroactive jealousy and maintaining your progress over the long term. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.